Welcome to the Dr. Mike's Universe podcast. This podcast is a place where I share my stories, my thoughts, and my interests. It's also a place you can come to have a good time and maybe learn a thing or two along the way. So thank you so much for being here. And if you haven't already subscribed, please smash that button now. All right, let's do this. What's up, guys? Sorry. You're the first people I'm talking to this morning. So my throat's like, my voice is, my voice needs to warm up here. But what's going on? Hope you're doing well. Um, got a bunch of cool updates of stuff that's been going on here on my end. Um, yeah, let's jump into it. So I, uh, I, uh, I went to Durango this past weekend. Super fun. Um, I had never been there before, uh, but I didn't just go like, I didn't fly there. Um, I actually... I was I was driving an RV. I drove an RV there, and it was a really, really fun experience. Um, I was able to see Durango for the first time ever, which you know it, it's a really beautiful place. I don't if you haven't been there, I do recommend it. Uh, Durango, uh, like that whole there's like a whole loop there that's really beautiful. It's uh, Durango to Dolores to Telluride to. Um, your way and then to stapleton um and if for those that don't know the highway between the highway between your way and stapleton is considered the one of the world's most dangerous highways uh and it's also known as the million dollar highway because the views in it are like so beautiful but it's dangerous because you know it's at I'm not sure the exact elevation. I imagine it's like 12,000, you know, 12,000 feet. But these roads are like going through this canyon and there is no guardrails. And it's like steep and through the mountains. But um, it's a very, a very iconic road and route to take. Um, Unfortunately, I didn't get to see that part of it. Oh, sorry, I'm burping. Uh, I didn't get to see that part of it, um, just because we got to Durango and totally just vegged out, just got lazy, I just didn't feel like going anywhere, it was so nice in the park, just wanted to chill in the park and, and hang out and not drive, so uh, so next time we'll, we'll, go, we'll definitely go through there, but uh, summertime's good time to visit, obviously there's no snow, um, the weather was beautiful, we had little, you know, bits of shower they're going you know right now july is like when they get the most rain july and august um so there was you know scattered showers throughout but man it was it was super beautiful and um like i said we went in an rv that was the first time i rented an rv before um and you know at first thought like an rv like when you think about it it's like man i bet that was expensive but actually it wasn't it wasn't as exp- as expensive um, as I thought it was going to be. So uh, it was really affordable and it was fun. And, and the whole trip was one of those like last minute, like literally planned two weeks before. Like, what do you want to do? And, 
and there was like, let's go to Durango. All right, cool. How do you want to get there? And then we we're like, I don't know. Let's see how much RVs are. And then we did it and then booked it. And it was like, it worked out. It was really awesome. Um, the RV experience, man, I got, I got really hooked on it. I, RVs are just, they're, they're fun, you know? And, and some people give RVs like a lot of shit cause you know, it's like boats. It's like people who own boats, like boats are like, I like I've never seen a boat not have problems. Like every person I know that owns a fucking boat, it's either not running or it's getting fixed. I swear. Like every single time, like I've never, like my dad just bought a boat and he still hasn't gotten it on the water because <laughs> he's getting it fixed. But it's the same concept with RVs. It's like, I know some people say RVs are like a nightmare. Um, and, you know, to, well, maybe they're a nightmare to own, you know, but like when you rent it, it's a different story. Obviously, they, you know, the company that's renting it has to make sure it works. But uh, yeah, maybe to own it is a different story, which is, you know, maybe I, I don't plan on owning an RV, um, so renting it's probably always the way to go for me, and and I think, you know, when it comes to boats, too, it's like the only boats I know that run good and work well are the ones that people rent, uh, so that's probably just the way you need to do it uh, without really, you know, to 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 not be, what is it, uh, like, um, to not be like put off by the idea of of having an rv or a boat it's like just rent it you'll never have an issue because it's not yours you don't have to worry about the headache aspect to it uh but anyways rented rv really fucking cool our, our so one thing happened so when we rented the initial rv we were going to get like this 19 foot rv uh we showed up to the place and we were checking in we were about to get it out and it turns out the rv that we rented got sold which is like they said it it that has never happened before where that situation like it just the computer got confused or whatever or like or someone somewhere got confused and and so uh that rv was sold we couldn't rent it and we literally thought um you know our trip was gonna have to be delayed or whatever um because we were leaving that like the day we picked up the rv was also the same day we were going to drive up to sedona which is about two hours away uh and so they told us you know we we don't have that rv anymore or we can't rent it out and uh i was like okay i was just being positive about it like maybe you know maybe there's a reason this shit didn't work out like i i always what's funny is like my mindset when it comes to like shit delaying me in any way um, like in this scenario or in other scenarios where like I'm running late, I always like try to justify it and, and not get so upset by it by just saying like, you know, it's, it's like those movies about like the timeline, right? Like, but that delay actually saved my life, uh, in this reality versus in, a, in an alternate reality. Like I would have got the fucking 19 foot RV went on the road and then got into an accident or something. Right. So like, that's my own way to like kind of cope <laughs> with the, uh, <laughs> with the delay. Right. Like, so I don't get pissed off by it. I'm like, Oh, it happens for a reason, whatever. Maybe, you know, this is 
having me avoid an accident or avoid a situation that I probably shouldn't or don't want to be in anyways. Uh, so that's kind of, that's kind of the way I, I handle those situations. I don't know if you do the same, but, um, you know, I thought I'd share that, but so our RV got sold. Um, and I was fine. I was like, all right, uh, well, what can we do? And it turns out fucking talk about like a cool situation. We actually got up upgraded from a 19 footer to a 25 footer. And so the difference between that is uh, an extra bed. Uh, so the 19 footer sleeps three people. The 25 footer sleeps five people. And it has uh, an actual bed like in the back of the RV like, you know, it's like a, an actual comfy bed versus the one that we were going to get. The bed is like up in a bunk in the front of the RV. Uh, and and for those that are familiar with RVs, it was a Class C RV. I don't know. You could look it up. You could Google Class C RV and you'll see the, out, the, the layout of it and you'll see where that bunk bed is at. Uh, but yeah, so we got upgraded to 25 and it was fucking awesome because... It also had like a really like a separate toilet and shower area versus the one that we were going to get. You had to like shit in the same place where you were going to shower at, which is kind of weird. Like obviously the shit in the water and stuff doesn't mix, but it's like the toilet. It's like imagine your restroom and your shower, uh, like your tub has a toilet in it. <laughs> like the tub's just sta- like sitting in the center of your or the toilet's just sitting in the t- center of your tub. Like that's what the 19 footer had, but the uh, the the upgrade that we got to the 25 foot, we actually had like a, a shower, you know, with its own little you know curtain or whatever, and then the toilet was outside of the shower next to it. So it was really cool. So we got upgraded. Uh, probably a bad thing though, because I definitely will only rent the 25 next time, which is a little bit more expensive. Uh, but because we got upgraded, obviously we didn't pay the price. We paid the prices. As of the 19 uh, footer um and so that like i don't know maybe that elevated my experience a little bit more with with doing an rv right like so if i would have got the 19 footer maybe i wouldn't have had as good an, of an experience as i did but because we got upgraded it was like oh shit it's free it's way bigger you have more space like i was actually able to bring my bicycle um i wasn't planning on bringing that because we didn't have space in the other one that we were getting so yeah, I'm, you know, I might have like this biased opinion um, because we got that upgrade that it was a good one. You know, it was it was, it was a really good experience and uh, living in an RV isn't that bad. Like it's it's obviously glamping, right? Like it's it has all, most of the amenities of a home. It's just downsized like a lot. Uh, and I uh, so I've you know, I've camped before plenty of times. I just don't like camping. It's, it's just not camping for me is just not one of those things where I could really like be relaxed for some reason. My fucking maybe it's my Hispanic nature or whatever, but, um, like I end up, I take on the role of the host, uh, whenever we go camping, like I need to make sure the fire's on. I need to make sure the grill is on, uh, you know, what we're going to cook, like, I'm very, like, uh, operations and logistics minded when it comes to, like, planning trips, and so camping for me just isn't 
one of those things that I can like relax and, and have a good time versus like the RV because camping, obviously you don't even sleep well. Cause you're like in a fucking sleeping bag on the dirt, on the ground or whatever, not on the dirt, but inside the tent, you could take a mat, whatever, but it's just like, I don't know. It's roughing it out a little bit. And I'm trying to like, just chill. I'm still, I'm trying to have like the same amenities of being at home, but now I'm like in the woods, you know, like that's to me, that's the ultimate relaxation scenario like that that's what it was and that's what RVing was and fuck do I like I recommend it like if you haven't done it go do it because it was so fun um and obviously your home goes with you wherever you go whatever parks you want to stay at and the parks and I know this is a long rant about RVs or whatever but um the parks are super affordable to stay at uh I think our most expensive one was like 60 bucks for the night but you can find parks and and that's because you know Durango is like a hot spot and we also stayed at like a really high-end park or whatever but like there's parks you can find for like 30 bucks a night um and like everyone there is in the same most of them are in the same situation as you is where like this is a vacation and so they're super fucking friendly uh it's honestly like it's like it's like jeep people like are you familiar with jeep people where you know, they fucking, like, throw peace signs at each other every time, you know, they see another Jeep on the road, and it's like, yeah, it's just a Jeep thing, you don't get it, whatever, like, that's, it's the same shit with RVs, like, it's just, you know, you know, like, if you got an RV, like, oh, we're this, we're the, we're from the same tribe, you get me, so that's, that's the, the mentality there, that's the, you know, the way it is, the experience, Super friendly people. Met a bunch of people from all over the country too, which is also awesome. Because if you're into like, if you're big into networking and just meeting people from all over, um, that's cool. Like you can meet people from under other industries or whatever from different parts of the country. And then the other cool thing is like they have all the the insight into other places that you want to go, right? So like if they're at the same place you're at in the middle of nowhere and they like it and you like it, it's probably there's probably a good chance that they've been to other places that you might fucking love and they know about that, you know, might not be super common or popular or whatever. So that's another perk. But anyways, that's enough about the Durango trip. Obviously, it was a, it was a freaking amazing trip. The RV life is the way to go. I'm, I'm definitely going to continue to rent those things. They're so fun. Um, and if you haven't done it, go do it. Go rent an RV. Go rent a, even a pop-up would be good. You know, and obviously a pop-up, you can't drive it. It's like a trailer. Um, Even that's fun. And I've had one, I've owned one before, and that experience is always fun. It's a little bit more elevated than, like, tent camping um, because you got AC and all that stuff. You got uh, outlets. and But, uh, yeah, go do it if you haven't done it. Um, All right. So... Other thing I want to talk about. Uh, let's see. I um, I hadn't talked. So, what happened since I was gone? Um, we had two billionaires go to space, which was really cool. Uh, controversy surrounding it. You know, I think there's always going to be controversy with with a lot of money and and people doing big things. Obviously, like. So, okay, for first off, who's the billionaires that went? It was um, Richard Branson from Virgin. 
Records um, and Virgin Airlines. He went, he was the first one. Obviously, it was very competitive. Like, they, these people have, like, very, like, they take shots at each other through news and through, like, being the first. <laughs> and it's just fun. It's funny to see, like, it's almost, it's almost like, it's somewhat childish, too. But, I mean, we all fucking do it. You know, it's like, it's like, uh, let me see, what what's like a downscaled scenario of like taking shots at a friend or something? It's like, it's like posting a story that you know your friend's gonna see on your Instagram at a place that, that they've been wanting to go to, and then you fucking end up going first, and they've been telling you they want to go there. <laughs> like, like, like it's the same, sh- it's the same shit, except it's fucking space, and it's billions of dollars worth of that scenario like and 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 the stories are actual like news articles on wall street journal and new york times and shit but uh yeah so there's like uh there's like space beef um between jeff bezos and uh and it's all it's probably not like real beef right like it's all like good fun or whatever it's just like testosterone like cool guy shit but uh yeah, Jeff Bezos went up, or Richard Branson went up first. His his I don't know if y'all saw his spaceship, but that thing looked pretty cool. It was uh so it was carried it rather than being uh like rocket propelled to get to space, it was actually flown up to a certain altitude and then dropped. It was like so flown up in like a carrier craft, which would be like a an airplane, and then uh once they reached a certain altitude, it dropped off, and then it they they fired up the rocket, and then the rocket is what took them to like the outer, uh, the outer. I don't even is it the stratosphere? I don't even know. This is like shit I learned in grade school, um, but it was like the outer surface of of the Earth and like the bridge between like like real. Well, I don't know. Is it real space that they were in, or was it like just that layer right before it gets to real space? No, it's it. They were definitely in the layer because if they were in real space, they would have just fucking flown off. Like, there's no way back in. Um, so yeah, so Richard Branson did that, and then Jeff Bezos did his very in a very unique shaped craft. Um, definitely a lot of penis memes. Definitely a lot of uh uh silly silly shit around his rocket but uh blue origin his company's name uh i wasn't i didn't i didn't like watch that one all the way but yeah he went up in a rocket so he started out with the rocket went up and then their capsule was released like at the very tip of space is where they went and i think they were only there for like fucking 14 seconds or some shit like that um which is not a very long time. Let me see. Uh, how long? Jeff in space. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, total flight time of ten. So yeah. So the the fucking rocket total flight time was ten minutes and ten seconds. Um. And it doesn't say how long. Oh, here we go. How long did he stay? Yeah, so they were back in in under 15 minutes, which means he only spent, 
you know, a few, maybe a couple minutes in space, like an actual space. Um, let's see how long Richard Branson was in there, because that's interesting. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say. That's weird. I, I, I would think, I would think you'd be able to to find like someone that timed how long they were in that that area of space in weightlessness whatever it's fine um they both went very short period of time and got back successfully without anyone being harmed or whatever uh so that was cool and then i don't know if y'all saw the uh <laughs> the viral um that viral video of just jeff bezos in the fucking cowboy hat like like i don't even know why he's wearing a cowboy hat did they fly out of texas um uh i want to know now because it was so random but uh, i sent that picture or that meme to a friend and i was like is that fucking doug dimodome because <laughs> he's wearing that cowboy hat and then uh you know obviously the part that like made pe- most a lot of people laugh was was his laugh he was like <laughs> i can't even do it but uh, it was like a people were saying it was like a billion dollar laugh like that's how you know the man's super or what is it like he laughs in billions or, or some shit or some shit like that it's so funny um but yeah it was just like what is he wearing and then i don't know if you saw um my eyes always look at my eyes always look at it's strange because i never used to do this but now nowadays whenever i i meet a person my eyes look at at two things um i look at rings right like if the person's married and then i look at watches second which is strange i don't know if that i don't know if anyone else does that um i know women do that a lot more like that's more common among women is like to look at their ring finger right um but uh yeah, I, I, I recently picked that up and I noticed, I don't know if you saw Jeff's Jeff, but he was wearing his watch, which I, I'm I'm sure that watch he's wearing is probably at least, it has to be at least $150,000, if not more. I'm not sure what type. Um, and maybe it was a sponsor. I don't know. Who knows? But he was wearing it outside of his suit, uh, which I thought was interesting. I mean, it makes sense though, right? Like if you're actually using it to track time, on a mission like you you don't want it to be covered up and out of sight but it was just i just thought it was interesting so he's wearing a cowboy hat his fucking watch his badass watch is like on the outside of his space shoot and then i i don't know what kind of shoes he was wearing but you know maybe they were boots who knows uh and maybe he maybe he had a belt buckle underneath his suit like a cowboy belt buckle <laughs> all right hold on let me see so um i wanted to see Let's see where he left, where he lifted off. Yep, launch pad was in uh, Van Horn, Texas. Okay. So, it makes sense, right? Called it. I think Texas is the only place where, like, most people not from Texas will assume that everyone wears cowboy hats. And they're probably more... Well, I don't know. I've never been to, like, northern... um, I've never been to like Wyoming, Wyoming, or um, 
Montana and shit like that. I'm sure they they wear, I'm sure they wear cowboy hats and it's probably super popular there. But Texas is definitely like cowboy hat fucking state. Um, like I, you know, you make that guess. It's like he's wearing a cowboy hat. Oh, he must be going to space from Texas. Like it just makes sense. And sure enough. But anyways, yeah, that's cool. And then uh, I don't know if y'all saw. Um, so what was really interesting, because I look at the like the business side of this stuff, too. Um, and Jeff actually took shots at Elon Musk uh, in regards to his NASA deal. So NASA. So, OK, so like what's going on with these companies? Like what's the space race between them and all that stuff? And. Uh, for a long time, space, it it wasn't uh, privatized. Like, this, the whole space rush wasn't privatized. It was government-funded. NASA was government-funded at one, one time. Um, and so, that's why we saw, like, a real absence of space travel, space exploration. Because it wasn't in the government's interest to explore that 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 side of things anymore right we went to moon to the moon once and it, honestly the whole fucking moon race i feel was like this fucking dick measuring contest right it's like oh russia's gonna do it we're gonna be there first china's getting to the no america needs to go to the moon first you know it's like we got into the this little fucking competition whatever uh and then after that it just like it it died out like it just went away so you know, Elon's whole thing is um, he wants to privatize space travel, which means, you know, creating companies that 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 uh, that go to space that government agencies or even, you know, customers, people would be able to like either buy trips commercially, like let's go to space, whatever. Right. Like that's what Richard Branson is trying to do or. Um, or governments will be like, you know what, we want to, we want to sign a contract with you, you know, to use your rockets to get, uh, a satellite to, to orbit the earth or get a satellite to, or a rover out to Mars, shit like that. Right. So, uh, Elon kind of like, and I may be super wrong or not, but I feel like Elon was one of the bigger, like, I'm pretty sure, actually, he's the first private company to, like, really do the shit that he's done with these rockets and, like, going to space and all that stuff. Um, and obviously, don't take me at, uh, don't take my word for it. Um, I might be wrong. But he's the one that I know that seemed to be doing that. And so he kind of, like, got this trend going, right? It's these billionaires, you know, wanting to, to do this stuff. I think Richard Branson was, like, the very first person that wanted to do uh, commercial space flights you know he's always wanted to do that i think it was like 17 years he's been trying to do that um and you know so so now you know we're we're starting to to get the technology for for it to be like to be financially um financially alexa stop Jeez, Alexa's being a B. Um, to be like, to be financially, uh, fuck, I sound like that kid that's like, have you ever had a, have you ever had a dream where you, and you, uh, anyways, to be possible financially, it's for a company to actually make profits is what I'm trying to say. 
and so we're at that point and so jeff he actually uh he took shots at elon by writing a letter to nasa saying that nasa signed this deal with elon and spacex too soon before there was even any competition which kind of you know it's like that's the whole point of capitalism um or free the free market is like is to create competition in the hopes of providing the best possible product at the best possible value right it's like because you don't want a monopoly uh and so Jeff was basically saying that Elon signed this six-year deal with NASA and NASA did it too soon like they shouldn't have done it because now he's monopolizing that market but not really though because it's only six years but anyways Jeff was like you should consider working with Blue Origin for you know for certain tasks or whatever so it's like they're they're trying to because here's the thing I you know, obviously, it, it is, it is, it's going to be a business. Space is going to be a fucking billion dollar business. I mean, it already is. And the problem is, it, it it's always about the company that gets, that's first to the, to the game, right? So, like, one example, we could see it in the automotive industry with Ford. Like, Ford is Ford because they were, like, one of the, one of the my fucking voice cracked what the hell fuck i think i'm going through puberty um one of the uh they were one of the first they were one of the first companies to go and like they invented i'm pretty sure i might be wrong again i'm just shooting shit off the hip uh i'm sure they invented or at least pushed the the production line forward like they they kind of came up with that uh and that was like you know the whole industrial boom and all that shit and obviously it would be cool to get someone that actually knows history i'm just like winging it but they were first to the market so that's why ford is like such a huge like it's this multi-billion dollar business that's done well and it's a well-recognized name and brand and and some you know they had a hold of the market for a really long time before we got like some serious competitors in um and we've seen scenarios where see the automotive industry is different though because there are competitors um but we've seen where like an automotive like like uh for example Honda uh and I don't know why I can't think of any Ford stuff but for for example for Honda you know they own multiple no Toyota let's talk about Toyota because I know more about Toyota but they own like Subaru they own Lexus um and they own all these other little brands underneath it. And like some, you know, eventually it's like what corporations do. A monopoly, what a mon- monopoly does is like they they buy up all these smaller companies and like it's all them, right? It's all one entity and they're all in different names or whatever. And we see that too with like uh, the, the food industry. Like Nestle, Nestle fucking owns so much shit um, from everything from like water to like literally supplements they own they bought pure encapsulations which is like a nutraceutical supplement company but they own all these companies and because the way they set it up the structure like they're not necessarily a monopoly even though you know they they could potentially be like like some companies are so big they'll have two products that compete against each other 
even though they're for the same company, which is crazy, right? It's like the, uh, I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but it, imagine, you know, the Coke and Pe- Pepsi rivalry, obviously they're two separate companies, but that rivalry within a, a one company, like that happens. It's crazy. But anyways, I'm going too far off into it. Uh, Jeff just took shots at Elon saying whatever he wants, the NASA contracts and stuff. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. And then, um, uh, man, this is getting long. So I'm already at 30, 30 minutes. But I think the last thing I want to say, and, and it's funny because it, it is actually on the same topic of companies. Uh, I posted this this post the other day, or actually a couple days ago, on uh, on the pharmaceutical company, uh, on Pfizer. So Pfizer... Um, they projected that the COVID-19 vaccine that they've been producing uh, would hit $33.5 billion this year, uh, which is crazy. Like, that's a ton. Um, And when they first... So the government ordered, I think it was like 100 100 million vials or some shit like that for for one point something billion dollars. And obviously, like, the government... People aren't paying for... Well... People are paying for them, but it's taxpayer money, right? The government's paying these companies to 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 manufacture and distribute the these uh, vaccines, and so it's a very to me it's a very fucking strange scenario where, um, you know that I feel like there could be a lot of uh, foul play involved uh, with uh, with that with that amount of money, um. People, people, you know, there can be dirty tactics. There could be, like, people, they want to make sales, right? Like, there are, here's the biggest thing. You know, I feel like uh, people think of the big pharma as, like, this big bad guy. Like, they, all they fucking do is want to kill people and profit off of it, blah, blah, blah. Like, the truth is, they're not, I don't believe they're bad people, um, I think they're just people trying to do their job, right? Which is fucked up. Um, and my dog needs to go out, damn it. But uh, they're just people trying to do their job. And and sometimes doing their job, like, it fucking, on the outside, it gets nasty, right? But doing their job means making profits for the company. And so they do what they have to to make profits. And so in this scenario with the COVID vaccine, it's like, they're making a fuck ton of money, $33.5 billion, and it's a government contract. Like, the government's paying for it, so they're for sure going to get that money. Like, um, to them, like, the most important thing is going to be sales, right? Like, it's $33.5 billion. A company, they always want to make more money. So what are they going to do? They're going to try to push more selling, right? Like, that's just part of a company. That's what you do. Um, now, the way they push to get more sales is, like, that's something that I think it, we don't see, but I, I feel like it could easily be, um, that could be like very dirty. Like we've seen it in the past, especially with tobacco companies where they do very nasty shit to either hide the truth or cover the truth or um, make sales, right? Like it, they, their money is, it's so much money they can actually infiltrate different like infrastructures in in government and even in 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 politics and and in other 
industries that regulate certain things they can they can make changes in there with the money which is crazy and i posted that i was like hey look how much fucking money they're making um and they actually increased the do- the dollar price per dose from 1950 um up to $24 per dose which again like why 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 you know, like I, I'd be curious to see like what their overhead is to, for the manufacturing process. Like I, I would want to see what the profit margin is for all this shit. You know, it's like, how much are they actually making on this? Um, and so like yeah, yeah, the the price went up. Yes, it's a health saving drug. We need it to save everyone. Blah blah blah. Um, but at the end of the day, it's it's still like they're a company. They gotta fucking make money. How do you make money? You increase pricing, you you market to the right people, and you make sure those people buy it, right? So it's like the government's going to hand you all this money. All you need to do is make sure everyone gets it. So that way, the, you know, the government can buy another thing of doses from you, whatever. Um, and, and then the other thing was, uh, one other thing that I posted was they actually spend you know, millions of dollars for, to lobby, um, which is basically like they pay Congress people, men and women, uh, money, they donate money in order to have them vote in certain regulations in favor of the company, which is like, when you fucking, like, when you think about that, like, to me, that just seems fucking crazy. It's it seems crazy to think that that's even allowed. Like a company can can pay pay to to influence, you know, what gets voted in, what gets voted out, all that shit. Like it, now, I'm not in. You know, I'm not any kind of professional or expert to speak on like the ins and outs of capitalism and government and all that stuff. Uh, but to me, that just seems weird. And I'd be curious to know what, you know, if that's even what our founding fathers or whatever, whoever, you know, the Constitution, if that's even like part of it. Like, was that ever a thing? Like, could could corporations lobby? Uh, again, I, I, I don't know, obviously, a lot about fucking government or anything or how it works. But just from just from like just my opinion is like that just seems fishy i don't know it's weird but those were the things i had for today um just random thoughts i don't know i just i I needed to make another podcast um so yeah i felt i felt i'd talk about those topics uh if you have any questions or if you have any other topics you want me to talk about maybe you do like the covid shit or the the um the whole uh pharmaceutical industry crap let me know. I can, uh, I don't mind talking about it. It's fine. I can do it if, if you want, if you want to hear more, but yeah, that's it for today, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in and I hope you have a, a badass day. Go enjoy your day. Go be amazing. Um, turn off the fucking news. Seriously. It, it's fucking ridiculous. I don't even understand how people believe that shit anymore. Um, it's crazy. It's craziness. Turn off the fucking news. Live your life. Um, Don't let anyone tell you what the fuck, you know, 
how to live it. And uh, do you. Stay safe. Be happy. Enjoy your time with your family. All that good shit. All right, guys. I'm out of here. Peace. If you listen to this thing all the way through, you're the shit. And I love you. So thank you so much. Um, By this point, I'm pretty sure you're probably subscribed. If not, you can do that now. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. And I hope to see you at the next one.